Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Pass the Barb. Uh, today is Monday, February 27th, and I guess the first order of business is we apologize. We we finally missed a week. It took us three-ish months. Um, schedules just didn't really align. Conclusion of the Crappie Chronicles, but we try not to miss every week, but last week we missed. But we are back. I am joined by uh, our man over in Wisconsin, Mr. Cody Honor. Hello. Hello. You guys are just getting ravaged by an ice storm right now, aren't you? It is pretty, it's pretty gnarly right now. It's really gnarly. Like this morning I woke up, I'm like, ah, it's probably just the back roads that I live on, whatever. And then get out to the highway. I'm cruising like 60 and just started fishtailing and had to go like 20 to work on the highway. It was nuts. Yeah, that's no fun. Um, yeah, it was raining here all day. So, like, I stepped out and I was unloading my truck from a weekend of fishing. And, um, like, I'd take a few steps and, like, it was fine. But then I'd take, like, one step and, like, all mm-hmm. of a sudden I slid, like, six feet. And I'm like, oh, my God. Not good. No, not good. And then uh, join on the bottom. Plenty of leg room right now, Mr. Ryan Pinkala. What's going on, boys? I, uh, I'm feeling a little shitty right now because I totally wiped out in Griff's driveway last night before I drove back to my house. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm feeling it today, dude. You did wipe out. I, it was slick when we were uh, unloading some stuff. Yeah, I was actually walking down to like leave and Griff was saying the words, you know, like drive safer or whatever. And he got about halfway through it and I just absolutely lost it. Dumped it right in the middle of the driveway. <laughs> yard sailed it. <laughs> Dude, that's Rocked the worst, especially when you feel it the next day, too. You're like, oh, yeah, I did hit as hard as I thought I did. Oh, yeah, dude. Full shoulder impact. Good deal. <sighs> Awful. Um, but, okay, so, yeah, we've been gone for two weeks. So we got a little bit of stuff to catch up on. So I think um, first thing we're going to do, number one, is just what we've, what's been going on. So some current events. Cody, what do you got going on current event-wise, whether it's fishing or not? <clears throat> well, we, can, we might be able to do a couple circles of this based off of just checking in with guys. Yeah. Um, lately, it's just I, I haven't been hardly fishing at all. Um, just been working a whole bunch. But but my I have hit my limit of winter. It has now become just like scouring the Internet for some little lake in northern Wisconsin I've never seen before. And I keep doing the lap and the rotation. And then I realize, oh, yeah, I've looked at every single one of these every, you know, probably five times now. I, I can't yeah. find anything more. No, I feel <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you try your best. You guys, you got to be pretty close, though. Like the Fox has got to be almost open, right? Yeah, there is. Uh, there is guys, um, people I know who were out. Uh, I want to say it was last week, whenever we got that warm spell, where it was like, upper thirties or whatever. Um, my, my buddy went out and he said the fishing was actually awesome, but I mean, they caught like 60 walleyes and, but I mean, pretty typical, you get a warm snap in February, the fish that are there bite really well. And then once this cold sets in again, it kind of dies off a little bit. Yeah, no typical. I've seen people catching some down on pool four too, but any, any, any moment now basically is when that's going to break open. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't really have very good, like we have plenty of ice and it's fine right now. But like when you're looking at it in the grand scheme of winter, it's going to be gone pretty quick. 
Like it's just, there's, it's not holding on well. It's pretty soft. There's not hard ice really, you know? That's what I like yeah, to hear. But we're still at the point where it's like, you got to drill down to the extension on your auger just to get to the water. Yeah. Yeah. So, it doesn't make it feel like it's happening anytime soon. <laughs> true that, true that, true that. But it did rain today, but that more of just packed down the 20 inches of snow we got last week. Yeah. It true. should make a nice crust. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Pink, what do you got going on current event wise? Uh, well, I mean, we kind of wrapped the Chronicles this week, so that was kind of exciting and everything like that. Just kind of getting the finale out there was cool. Um, I have been doing a little bit of fishing, so that's cool. I was out uh, not that long ago targeting uh, targeting some sheep's head, and we blasted them. Absolutely <laughs> blasted them. Dude, Hunter, you would love this. So everyone's seen the episode now since it's out. But when we got home from Maine, we went out to this lake uh, and we knew there were giant crappies in it. But we were just looking for these giant crappies. And all of a sudden on live, like I knew there was drum in there because it was kind of down around my area. And uh, I was like, I know the drum in here. And Waldo caught one. And I was like, oh, cool. huh?" And we kind of looked around a bit. And all of a sudden on live, we were like, holy shit, all these big fish were chasing your drum. These aren't the crappies. <laughs> like these aren't the crappies. So then we like finished the episode and Griff caught like, you know, a giant one. Like we caught a couple drum, but then we caught a few big crappies. Mm-hmm. Well, then like we're walking off and I saw Pink's eyes like light up and he's like, <laughs> do you think you could like target these things? <laughs> oh, and my. I was like, okay, okay, I don't okay. know. <laughs> so we did. We caught a few like well, during that episode when we were crappie fishing or whatever. But I've th- I have been infatuated with these fish for a while just because I've kept them from other places and i really thought they were pretty good Mm -hmm. and like this lake we were on was like not big and there was like a lot of them there and i was (laughs) like oh my god (laughs) so (laughs) and it just seemed like we already kind of had them found so i was like this could be a good opportunity to like try this because i don't know how to like catch them through the ice or whatever yeah so we went back the next weekend i went with another buddy and and griff came with and we kind of were just like messing around and we we caught like four or five we're like, oh, that was yeah. pretty, and they were like good size, like four to six pounders, like pretty yeah. good ones. Yeah, and we were like, that was cool. But then we ended up getting into the crappies really good, so we got distracted and we really didn't mess with it too much. We're yeah. like, okay, and <laughs> and it was kind of a grinder day because we were trying to do that. And we're chasing around with Mega Live, right? But I was like, I kind of got to where I was like, dude, I know what these look like. Like I know when I'm looking at drum on live, right? Yeah. Like I know what they look like now. So a couple weeks go by and I'm like, we're going, we're going back. Like, so I, <laughs> I, I lined it up with uh, one of my other buddies and, uh, and my dad. And I was like, you guys want to go do this? And they were like, yeah. And I was kind of like hyped. Cause I'm like, we're going to mark these things. Like I, I know we're going to find them. And Griff had said that he actually was out there a different day. And he had seen a group that was like a few hundred fish, like all together in one area. So all I was drum. like, if i find i was like if i if i find this like it's going down so i went out there and and it was weird because they were super skittish that day like you could see them and you try to drill a hole anywhere near them and the whole school just just explode yeah yeah like like pink you were saying the funniest part of that day was griff finds this 100 to 200 fish school and pink finds them on live and he's like here we go baby Mm -hmm. lines up his dad to marky on live they walk (laughs) over and drill on it it's just God. well and they were and they were like on the edge too so i'm like sitting and i got the thing set out to like 70 feet right i'm looking at them i'm like oh my god there's like from 20 to off the screen is just solid school drum yeah and i'm like holy shit we're gonna blast these things 
And we drilled in the middle of the school and they just vaporized. And I was like, what the fuck? He was like the best and, thing he told me. He's just like, I never found him again all day. <laughs> no, it was a school of like several hundred and I never yeah. saw him again. And uh, <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, that sucks. So then we spent the next like couple hours just like hunting. And we're like, there's two, there's two. Like you couldn't get anywhere near them. Yeah. And eventually we get in this area where it was like you could look around and they were just kind of crawling around the bottom, just little two here, three there kind of thing. And we're like, we just got to just try to set up. So we just drilled out this area and we're like, all right, I hope they come back kind of thing, you know. So we just post it up and we proceed to beat their brains. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, if you marked one, it was just. It was done deal. If you market it, it was going down. They're and, they're biting. <laughs> yeah, and you know we're catching them on like I'm catching them on like a little schoolie rod, like three pound line, like an eighteen inch rod with like a little, yeah. you know, one to one reel or whatever. <laughs> so they're taking like sick runs because these fish are all like you know in that six pound range, mm-hmm. and uh, and we were knifing them all. So we came back <laughs> with, like a sled full of these drum, and I was pretty hyped about it. So spent some time cleaning those but i've been eating them and they're really good so i don't know if anyone wants huh. to mess with it the drummer's snapping meat meat season <laughs> baby need to get a yeah. meat season video on how to cook drum but they're really good i mean like i think i know people talk shit about them all the time because they're not that cool of a fish or whatever but they yeah. uh they fight hard and they taste off because they don't have like weird bones or anything either like people are you know don't want to keep like carp and stuff because they got like jacked up bones but yeah like the drama are pretty much the same as everything else. Like when you clean them, so like easy fillet, rib cage, yeah. and that's about it. Yeah, and they got you know that little line of pin bones, like everything else has, like walleyes and crappies and stuff. You just like yeah. s- slice that out and good to go. No, that's sick. Um, man, for me, I guess a few different things going on. Number one, uh, I know Honor, you're probably pretty used to this, like having fish down south and stuff for the opens and Toyotas and FLW tour, mm-hmm. but uh. Dude, I freaking uh, so we're, we just finished the Chronicles and I'm like, oh, ice fishing done, you know, get a little bit of a break yeah. here, whatever. And I look at my calendar. I pick up my boat tomorrow <laughs> and I'm like, really? and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I have to update my wrap. So I'm like picking up my boat and then I'm like looking at the calendar. I'm like, well, when do I go down to Grant? And I'm like, oh, fuck. I have to have my rods rigged by next week, Wednesday. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, do you, do you I haven't have done your rods yet. Yeah, no, they're in my basement. All the lines oh, showed up like two days ago, so that's good. But like, I literally was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how fast it sneaks up on you. You're like, "I got three months." Yeah, I got a week and a half. But <laughs> and yeah, and mix in like just... three or four photo shoots, having to edit a few videos, and I'm like, "Ooh, maybe." Maybe I shouldn't have put this off this far. Yeah. Should, well, at least you know you're going to start the year with Walmart bags in your boat compartments. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Just no, on, honestly, the best part, <laughs> the best part is, is uh, since I moved um, in Oct- uh, back in October, when I moved out of where I'd been living for three or four years, uh, Alyssa had helped me like organize everything. So because like it was a disaster from the summer and all that. So before I moved, it was like, okay, here's all these big bins, tubs, everything. It got organized and like labeled correctly. So now since I moved back home, um, it's all in my parents' garage. And like it's so uh, you made your girlfriend do all your tackle. 
No, she uh, loves. <laughs> she loves lasermakers. Uh, uh, no, he's backpedaling. Like no, no, she loves. She offered makers. to help. She <laughs> absolutely did not offer. I just kind of looked at her and was like, "Can you just type this stuff down, please?" Oh boy. So uh, she yeah, she loves tying FGs. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. I could grab her and she could tell you your, her hatred of Sankos pretty quickly. <laughs> Uh, oh but yeah, God. so it's all organized pretty good. So I think I don't think it'll take that long to actually load up. But the bigger thing is like, I'm just trying to figure out my week. So like, like Cody, you know how it is when you're like, gotta go south and everything. Like, I just need to have like two days where I sit down and like, I didn't really get to watch the last two events very much on live. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she just poked her head down here, looked at me, and went fuck Zinkos. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but. I just need like two days of watching like old grand events or just whatever, just to get your brain like, yeah, to get you, on the, just yeah, like, like hey, pre-spawn, pre like, right. they do this, like, just not like, it's not a crappie, like, because right. basically oh, right now I would go down there, look at my live and be like, well, that doesn't look right. Yeah. And then I'll find like a rogue crappie school and be like, there they are. Yeah. <laughs> so they're it. not in the basin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, we might be in trouble, boys. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be screwed. I don't know how to look at a lake map. The only thing I know how to do is look at a hole and be like, "Oh, oh my god." <laughs> so, how, how many days before the event do you go down? Um. Well, I gotta I gotta figure that out because I got a three or four day photo shoot. Um. Kind of it runs right into practice technically. But I'm just going to talk with uh, kind of the company and figure out like, hey, I would really like to, you know, it's kind of flexible on how long I'm there as long as I shoot everything pretty quickly. So I'm going to try to have everything shot by Friday night so then I can drive uh, back to my place, hook up the boat, all of everything packed already, drive down Saturday. Luckily, Grand's only like a 10, 11 hour drive. Yeah, it's Grand's not very not far. Too bad. It's very easy. And especially like my parents, you know, New Prague is like 10 miles from 35. Mm -hmm. So basically all I do is hop on 35W, hit the 73 cruise control, and I don't stop for 10 hours other than for yeah. gas. Like you just drive yeah. straight south. That's not bad. Yeah, so I'm going to try to get down there Saturday night, and then I'll practice Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then a half day Wednesday, I believe you get for the Toyotas. Um, mm -hmm. But I've basically, I just want to get down there Sunday because I know Sunday I'm not going to practice very efficiently. It's more of going to be like me driving my boat around and be like, oh, that's what that feels like. Rem cast like six times. Remembering how to cast. Off. Yeah. <laughs> Being like, why won't my waypoint work? Like, yeah. Stuff like that that you just forget. But it's got me kind of getting excited. Like I'm excited for it. I'm honestly just terrified of all the work that's going to go into it more than anything. Mm -hmm. um, like packing. But uh yeah, like once I start watching the videos and everything, I'll be pretty pumped up. I'm excited to I'm excited to get back after it again, especially since I didn't really get a, you know, I didn't get an open water fish really from the end of August on last year. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was the biggest thing I, because I, I, I would go home if it was the summertime and I'd just start musky fishing. I wouldn't even touch a bass rod again for until the next event, and just like re retuning your brain yeah you're fishing for like the predator fish but the timing of things and like just getting in the rhythm of bass fishing and getting in the flow of like different rods and stuff it takes a minute it really yeah. does it, it's like you're reworking your brain you're re rewiring your brain 
So, yeah, I'm really freaking excited for that week of relearning to be on Grand with 10,000 cables. <laughs> yeah, the, the casting mechanics from dropping to actually roll casting could be an interesting. That's always fun. Yeah, no, it's going to be great. Rip my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another jig gone. Yeah. Oh. Oh man, there's yeah. an Alabama rig. Yep. Luckily, I got like 90 of them left from us filming chasing ghosts. <laughs> so I'm just gonna grab the ones I don't really like for practice, and mm. I'll rub them on a chain and be like, "Well, well, well what, am I, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna go get it? No. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it, man. Yeah. Eight Put on left. 12 pound fluoro <laughs> in practice just to rip them off yeah. quicker. <laughs> Why are you running 12 so I can break it off quicker when I snag? Look at how big that lane is. It's maybe a couple inches on either side of the boat. I am not not even trying. Absolutely not even trying. Dude, I'm going to look at my co-angler like the first two days. Like you're on a lake that's just perennial. Skip a brown jig behind the dock. I'm going to yeah. look at my co and be like, here's the deal, man. You're going to get a mop up today because your boy's got no accuracy currently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if it ain't a bowling alley wide, I am screwed. <laughs> We're just going for the slips with high, just, high just, ceilings yeah. over the top. <laughs> My co's going to be like, this guy's the best. He's leaving me all the perfect spots. And I'm like, I know, right? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm a great boater. He's just troll motoring right up to the slip and just plunking her in there. <laughs> Got a like, 10 foot rod. <laughs> just it's like a little it. crappie noodle and deal up there. <laughs> Nope. Oh my god. Yeah, that should be a humbling one, dude. That first week's gonna be brutal. Well, yeah, it's it's gonna be rough. But I I am excited to go to Grand specifically because like my last open where like it was the end of my first stretch in the opens, just getting my ass kicked and swing a swung a blade on the last tournament day of the season. Mm. So like getting to kick it off with going back nationally, like going there, it's like all right, let's just rub the salt off that one quick yeah. and like just kind of restart it so i'm excited and grand in the spring is it can be ridiculously fun if you're in the right spot at the right time so yeah what's the date of that one i think it's like march 18th i think march 18th and check yeah yeah it's like 17th 18th something like that 16th 17th 18th mid-march if you get if you get some good water clarity i mean where it's not 90 percent of the lake is like this much visibility uh, i mean it should be fun should be good time yeah i'm excited should be should be a good one um but yeah i'm excited to go south but that's mainly what's been going on for me other than just finishing the chronicles i mean glad it's done another year done a lot of fun a lot of growth this year um i was gonna say like current events for pink pink is now just like the biggest cookbook author in the world mm-hmm. all my whole my whole social media feed is just that book and someone with alfredo right no there's been like a crazy amount of people posting with that stuff it's nuts it's pretty cool to see though like you yeah. do damn like some guy posted a video today that came from he came to our meetup at the brewery thing i think you've seen that bar right yeah 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 i saw it yeah like that was badass like just to see people like i mean i met him at the event right but i don't know never yeah yeah like he found your book well he literally posted a video that uh, just like about being hyped that he like came and met us and stuff Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like it was sick, but uh, no, like, yeah, 
meeting people through that. I'm getting tons and tons of messages of people that like made them. I've been doing some giveaways for people that have been like posting pictures. We just lost pink. And he's back. Maybe. No. Me. Nope, not quite. He's getting there. But yeah, there's been pictures everywhere. I would go to say I think the most popular recipes I've seen so far have been the chicken wings. The Alfredo's been fairly popular and pink the lobster the, rolls. The yeah, that one's been really good. And for whatever reason, like the past week, people have been just going crazy on those wonton cup things. I've been yeah, those wonton everywhere. cups were really good too. Yeah. But no, it's been really cool. Um so yeah, we'll see where that goes. I mean, hopefully they just keep selling or whatever. But it, I, I felt like we timed it good, which is super cool. Like you kind of want when you do something like that to have it work out, you know, kind of right off the go. But uh, so far, so good. So I'm hyped on it, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know, but I'm doing. Uh... Thought he changed his Wi-Fi. Yeah, no, we lost him again. It's been way worse this time. Hmm. He's coming back. But anyways, so we will get him back soon, but we need to do some cleanup. We never got to uh, we never got to preview fantasy for Seminole and we never got to talk about Okeechobee, the elite event. So we're not going to spend too much time on it. We're going to wrap it up and move through each event. Um, We'll see if Honor wants to tell a story about his time down at Seminole or not. But. Well, first of all, let's let's talk about where <laughs> before we go down that road. <laughs> How much time you got, buddy? <laughs> we need a thousand downloads on a video, and yeah, and tell. then then we. I I don't even want to give the the top. Well, this one no. stands the test of time, so it doesn't have to be right now. Yeah. No, it does, it does, it does. But Honor, you got to give people a three view. We need three words three-word description of this story to try to get people hyped to spread the podcast around so that you'll can tell I, it. Can I do it in um, letters? <laughs> F-S-U. <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. That'll work. That'll work. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> 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 moving on oh, yeah sorry i was gonna add one more word and i was like no, oh, i'm not no, gonna leave him out there just no, that's too that's yeah. too obvious well yeah. no i wasn't gonna say that <laughs> but anyways oh, yes people spread it around it's a fantastic story you all laugh but okay so okeechobee clean up um yeah wait let's just go let so where are we at with the rankings here Okay, this, we also need to figure out another thing about that. So this is great. Let's we never have team there. meetings outside of the podcast. So here's what another thing I was <laughs> going to bring. We're having one right now. Yeah, we're having a team meetings. You're listening You're to a team meeting live. Welcome. Um, so we could just go by the overall points, but here's the thing. People get out of it very quickly if you have a few really bad weeks. The way I've always done it in fantasy groups, and I think it works well, is if you do like golf scoring almost. So basically, it's like within us four, if you take first one week, you get one point. You take second, you get two. Third, you get three. Fourth, you get four. By the end of the year, you want the least amount of points. But it gives you a chance to catch up where you're not behind by 500 or 1,000 points. Let's do that. Because the way the points work for this is kind of weird anyway. 
Yeah, like there's a big overall and everything. The points yeah. are a little weird, but I think we should do that. But if you yep. haven't joined our fantasy group, you should. I will. Um, I'm gonna have to get the update for the next elite series event. I'll give an update on scoring then. Yeah. I don't and have even, it on me, but even if you've missed the ones that have already happened, still join in. It's still fun, and you can still pick your rosters for the upcoming tournaments. Mm-hmm. So just go on Bassmaster Fantasy Fishing and join the Pass the Barb group. It's pretty easy. Yeah, for sure. But okay, Okeechobee clean up. Uh, Cody, you got any notable things from there? I have one I'm, that I could lead off with that I really wanted to hear your guys' thoughts on. You can lead it. You can lead it. Go off. for it. I was just probably what I was going to say too. It might be, but I was just really like bass fishing has come a long ways in the last however many years with live coverage and everything, and I just can't believe how bad some like like whole whole stalkers and just locals like how fucking like rude and terrible they can be like the people who just showed up on steve kennedy's spot the last morning and just were like well i'm a guide i have to get my pay it's like dude he's trying to get 100k you can go there monday like he'd been left alone the whole week and they all show up and I, you know, you don't know if Steve Kennedy wins that tournament without it. Right. Tyler Rivette was doing something wild right. and different, mm-hmm. but like, come on. Like that yeah. was no, on it live was, cameras. It, that wasn't it was even bad. a TV show later. That was on live cameras. Right. Well, and I think that goes back to the whole thing where people are like, Oh, well the pros shouldn't get special treatment, but it's like, they, it, they're not asking for it. They're just asking for you not to just blow their shit up. Right. Like while they're doing it, <laughs> it's the only professional sport in the world where the fans and general public can participate on the same battle or battlefield or playground that anyone else can and can actually manipulate the results. And it's yeah, like right. it's an unspoken word that you shouldn't do it. But holy shit, some people down south just are ruthless. It's unbelievable. And I, I've heard Okeechobee has been bad for a long time. It, um, yeah. Yeah. And it's I'm sure, horrible. Cody, you've had experience there on it. But like, it's just like, oh my God, guys, like how, how did, how can't we do better than that? Well, and I think a lot of that comes from like, you know, not that long ago, there was kind of this misconception that like all these guys that were in the tournaments were like colossal douchebags and just felt like they should get everything. Like, you know, everyone Mm -hmm. should just get out of their way kind of thing. But that's not really the case anymore. I mean, yeah, there was probably a period of time where that was fairly accurate, but uh, I don't, I mean, I don't, you don't see that anymore. No. Yeah. So that was one thing from the event that really hit me. Um, I just I mean, it was we've seen some weird stuff on like TV shows or live things before. That was the first like I thought really egregious, like what is going on type of deals we've we've really seen. I mean, here's a here's the thing. Um, And Florida, I guess maybe I've been immune to it or just seeing it so often where you just kind of like just put your head down and just forget about what everything else that's going on but some of those florida lakes especially okeechobee i mean when they say you're not fishing around people and you're not around fish you are not around fish there ain't there if you there's not more than five to ten boats or like next to you you are not on them not even in the slightest but I would think like, especially when guys not even in the tournament are fishing, like, I mean, and the camera makes it look farther away than it is probably 10 yards away from Steve Kennedy, like power pulled down. I'm like, 
come on, man. <laughs> come on. Yeah. yeah. That's well, pretty there, bad. There were even shots of people literally just like driving right through the, the flat that he was fishing. Like the, mm -hmm. literally the clump of pads he was throwing a frog through. Yeah. They're like just driving through it. Yeah. Right in front of him. Yeah, you know, and there's I'm, guys chucking bobbers with shiners around. Oh, like, yeah. Come on. And that's popular out there for guiding, but it's like, oh, my God, you're going to do this? This guy's trying to get a paycheck? Like, Well, even yeah. if he wasn't, even if it was yeah. just another dude out fishing, oh, <laughs> like, I mean, regardless yeah. of the tournament. I mean, I there was a, a Kissimmee chain um, tour event we were fishing, and there's this tiny little backwater pond, like, in the middle of all these lily pads, and it had nice hydrilla and clean water. and we had 20 guys, 20 boats stuffed into this thing. I mean, like we all had our single lane that we were casting at and somehow we weren't tangling each other. I think, I think I got my line tangled a couple of times. So we're trying not to tangle each other's lines, but we're all cracking fish. Like everybody had their limit, all 20 guys in about five minutes. It was insane. And then it kind of like, I don't even know how we got around. Like we trolley motored out of the pond if we wanted to get out. Well, two bobber boats came like bumper boating through all of us with their bobbers. Like I had a bobber scraping aside beside my boat and it goes down and like a guy catches a six pounder in two feet of water and underneath my boat. And we're like, we're watching them catch like five, seven, four, seven, just like hand over fist. And it's like, fuck. I mean, what the fuck do you do? You can't do anything about it. I mean, gang up on the dude. I don't know. Yeah, I don't he know. He saw a crowd and he decided to go drop some shiners down. Yeah, it, it's crazy. It's very ruthless. And I mean, hopefully, uh, I, I think a majority, majority of us don't. are better than that. But it only takes a few bad apples. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, the sports come a long ways. And it's just a pity to see things like that. And it's just hilarious. We always see it in like Florida and like the TVA. Yeah, it's like you don't see it anywhere else. And you can just call out those people straight up. And yeah, like, but I will say I was pretty surprised at how well the pros handled it. Like you didn't see any yeah. big blow ups or like people getting rowdy about it. They were no. just kind of taking it on the chin, which is cool to see, I guess. I mean, they shouldn't have to deal with that. But I mean, the one thing I can I can say to those guys is like you're used to fishing around each other so often and fishing in small areas with people. So I guess it's easier for them to let it roll off their back rather than say like maybe a BFL guy or like a guy who doesn't have that much experience fishing in a crowd where mm -hmm. they're probably like, what the like absolute blow up about someone coming, you know, 50 yards away from them where mm -hmm. us, I mean, like you can be on a TVA ledge and you're literally bumping each other's boats sitting on the cast because that's the only cast to make. And that i mean that's just what you do like and if the person you're with is comfortable with it because you both found the school then go on in yeah. yeah for sure uh but yeah other than that okeechobee wise you guys have any notes i mean that was kind of a <laughs> that well, was more of a tangent on things but that that was <laughs> that was something yeah. i very vividly was like god we haven't seen this in a long time and it is no bueno yeah, yeah. It, go ahead go, oh i was just gonna say <laughs> i mean <laughs> the, the i i just i wish okeechobee fished worse than it did um just for like a, a major wake-up call for people how badly that lake is hurting right now and how yeah. how much better it used to be i mean 
like I was talking to Josh and I'm like, I'm like, how's the swamp? He's like, not very swampy. And the first time I was there, I mean, you'd get lost. Like if you didn't have a GPS, you'd be lost out there if you went down the wrong trail. I mean, you can't see anything like the reeds used to be eight to 10 feet tall and you'd be going down boat lanes. And if you didn't have GPS, you'd be out there for days stranded. And that's just not the case anymore. There's like hardly any hydrilla, even if you're lucky to find it. I mean, the people I I wish it would have fished worse and not brought positive light to Okeechobee just to showcase how bad it's doing. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Pink, what about you? Yeah, I mean, kind of what you were talking about before. It was kind of cool to see. I mean, that whole Steve Kennedy thing was pretty badass. Um, to, to just you know see a guy hu- <laughs> just hawking and chucking a frog in Florida and getting it done. But when he I, was just his just his giggle and laugh is the best. He's awesome. right. The dude just has ice in his veins, which is cool. Like, I don't think his heart rate even goes up when he hooks a big one at all. I mean, <laughs> like literally. Just, Golly gee, look at this. But I mean what he pounder. I mean, he caught, yeah, what a seven or an eight pounder on a frog that first day was just insane. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty interesting to see because uh, you know the frog really doesn't play that much in Florida no. and to see how many other pros started throwing a frog after that first day. Yeah. It was pretty fucking wild. <laughs> Cause like see norm- some guy. Well, that's the thing. Normally you don't see that massive switch though. You know? Yeah. I guess when like you're fishing in a crowd and the crowd is 15 people and you're 50 yards away from one another and you hear boosh, boosh. <laughs> and some guy with like skirts hanging off of a bait, what is he wrong? <laughs> Better tie on a frog tomorrow. Well, yeah. frog bite's been great in practice. <laughs> okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it? <laughs> right. Yeah. But that was, I mean, that was cool. And, and they did have some pretty incredible uh, fish strikes on live. I don't know if you had a chance to watch any of that. Yeah. That one, that one, uh, that Rivet caught that they had. I mean, the guy was oh, like, it, like full screen. That was great. It was the most unreal bite, dude. Like in what, maybe a foot of water, that thing turned on it. Yeah, that oh was that God. was excellent. That was excellent. Yeah. Where it just like gets over his head and you just see the fish turn around, come up. And he's like, oh, get it. Twitch, twitch. It was just a big boil, dude. It yeah. was wicked. And what, I think he was just throwing like a weightless worm or something through that. Oh, I didn't see that one. I was thinking about the the live the oh. live image that he had with the jerk bait where the fish are like oh you can see okay. 10 of them underneath and the one finally just comes up it's like the perfect live eat for anyone yeah. who hasn't seen it unreal yeah i didn't yeah. i guess i didn't catch that one off to go back and watch but there was there was some really good oh, footage. i know i know what you're talking about yeah okay you're yeah he was about, in some think, like little back corner you're talking about seminal i think was yeah that? i think you're talking okay. about seminal. maybe that maybe i got it mixed up but that was sick it yeah, it looks like you know. We'll get to carp. that. Yeah, that's the one. I yeah, you're right. Yeah, you were thinking of Seminole. That was that I got ahead yeah, of myself. Honor. I was excited. I know what you're saying with the live scope thing, like that image. I think that image also showed like how hard it is to actually get them to bite. Right. <laughs> I mean, and you know, if you didn't have that, like I was saying about live before, live is amazing. But for those, I guess, who don't have, I don't know the know how or like the understanding to be like, this is what I'm fishing all the time. This is how many fish are here when I'm catching good fish. If you can just put that in your mind that this is how it usually works. I'm not catching all the fish that I'm fishing for, but even if it's good fishing, if you can remember that, I think, I mean, 
I guess that's that's how you got to do it. Well, and it shows it shows that even these guys that really know what they're doing, it's not just like you have lives so you're catching them. Right, right. It's not. Yeah, you got to be super patient. For sure. All right. So moving on from there, going to Seminole. Um, my biggest. I didn't get to watch a lot of Seminole. But I thought the coolest thing, especially filming the Crappie Chronicles, was just that uh, Joseph Fuentes won because he was like, yeah, I found these trees with a ton of crappies around them, and there's just six or seven pounders that kind of show up and eat them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so that what was, was sick. What was the deal there? It's not Because he actually found that not bass fishing, right? No, also getting mixed up. Tyler Rovette, he found his spot, crappie fishing. Crappie fishing, that's what it yes, was. Yes, uh, on Okeechobee. At the mouth of that, I think it's the Kissimmee River that comes in. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. no, it's like, yeah, maybe it is. Maybe I, I don't know. So Bart, the tree thing though. So did did you get like a better understanding of like what he was breaking down there? No, I still haven't seen the spot really or anything. I just know he was fishing outside of a spawning flat for the most part, and okay. they were pre-spawn, post-spawn fish, right, Cody? I I know the exact trees he was fishing, and so. Basically, I mean, if you've ever been on Seminole, I it's my favorite lake in like in the south to fish by far, but it is the most scary, treacherous place in the world. I mean, the boat lanes are three boats wide. And if you get out outside of one of those lanes, there's a stump the size of the front deck of your boat to kill you. Like if you get an inch outside of it, you're you're done. And where he was fishing was just a creek channel bend that led up to a flat, but that flat isn't all that big. It just leads up to another point. And then behind that point is a huge flat, but the, the channel breaks away from that point, sweeps up and breaks away from that point. And right in there, there's just some deep, um, good trees that are sitting down there. And I think there's a couple sand spots underneath those trees, but what, what people probably don't know is I think I heard someone say, um, that the crappies spawn on top of those trees, which is true, but people don't realize is that that population of bass probably doesn't even go up to the flats because the guy we were staying with, he's like, oh yeah, one of the best, I don't even know if I want to say it, but um, one of the best ways in the spawn to get away from people is throw a square rail over 25 feet of water because the bass are spawning on those same trees. Yeah, And those fish that he's probably catching aren't even going to the bank. They're probably just going to hover up into the trees and spawn yeah interesting so like they have different they have resident population of fish that are just doing that yeah i mean like like these treetops are freaking massive like it's a they're like sequoia size trees they're huge huge stumps and like each like tree base can Mm -hmm. be or like a branch is like this and if it's got like a little bit of weeds or something that sticks you know their eggs too they'll use it because i think a lot of those fish just don't even want to i'm sure this is on every body of water but there's some fish that just stay out deep all year long and the closest they get to the bank is i mean wherever they can get enough sun penetration to get lay their eggs and then they're gonna go back out and feed yeah for sure i was surprised to hear some of the water i mean i know it's florida but you know, we're sitting up here literally still sitting on ice and they're talking about water temps in the like upper 60s, you know, during yeah. that event. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. just crazy to even think like how far ahead that is that you'd be going down there and potentially be looking for like spawners and post spawn fish. Right. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, that lake is super cool, man. Like, I mean, if if they didn't even get to show really any of the backwaters, um, and these backwaters, dude, they look like the Wapaka chain. The really? first time I went to them, it looked identical to the Wapaka chain. I'm like, mm. where am I? I just went out from this like stumpy mess, and then I like wandered back to these little lakes and ponds and stuff, and it's crystal clear water, like coontail. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, where are we right now? It's it's Wisconsin or Minnesota. It, it looks so cool, and I'll, it's such a unique fishery. I, how, I love how was the local traffic when you were there? I mean, it didn't look like people were dealing with that as much at Seminole, but it's. I mean, Bainbridge is tiny. There is nothing around Seminole. There's, and it it really wasn't. It I didn't even recognize it. There's hardly anybody out there. Yeah. And I mean, Bainbridge is, I don't even know the size of the town. I could hardly find a hotel. And luckily I shacked up with someone at a, um, a buddy's house of his. That's where I stayed. But there's like two hotels, not even hotels, motels. Yeah. So, so how do you guys feel about, I mean, for like these pros, I mean, obviously they're doing it a lot. I've only had the experience to do it, you know, some of these like back to back events in college, but for some of these ones where, you know, you're on the road going straight to the next one, you know, they mm-hmm. barely even get a chance to take a breath. Do you like that? I mean, how do you think that affects, especially if you had a bad tournament, like rolling gonna, right into the next one? I was going to say, if you're fishing good, it's yeah. great. <laughs> um, I guess, I guess even if you're fishing bad, the, the best thing you can do is just get right back in the water and, and try to shake it. But, I mean, the, the quicker you can get past that bad one without you like dwelling on it, the better. So I think, I think it's actually a good thing, even though it's exhausting, but I think for you mentally, it's probably a good thing. Right. Yeah. I think like the only bad part of it is the exhaustion. Like it gets Mm -hmm. tiring, but like in terms of economically, like mentally and everything, like you're in a rhythm, you know, you're just like, I'm just going doing my thing especially like that drive from okeechobee to seminole was what probably seven to eight hours for most of those guys yeah not terrible so Mm -hmm. i mean if you made the last day of okeechobee it kind of sucks but like those guys also like you saw tyler vet didn't matter went and cracked him again but they're also riding that rush from you know making the cut and being right there so exactly so i i think i mean i'm a big fan of back-to-back events especially if you can do it right like and guys always say that like when they go to new york or something like if they can do back-to-backs they'd rather do the back-to-backs than like an event wait three weeks an event because otherwise guys are like well what do i do in between um so i a full year of back-to-backs i think would kind of suck yeah (laughs) Yeah. you don't want to do that but i think doing it every once in a while you know it helps especially when it's easy like in that alabama tva region it's like come on you can do back to back yeah i mean i think it does like you said for guys that are catching them and doing well and they're making cuts it does give you a crazy amount of momentum really fast Mm -hmm. like mentally just being in the game and being like okay now they go to a break you know yeah and you lose that you lose that edge right i just think it's gonna be cool for uh for a lot of viewers, the next tournament they're going to see of the Elite Series is they're going to be in Knoxville, and it's probably going to be really tough. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah they ain't, it's gonna be a grind. You ain't gonna see. Uh, well, uh, they could see some live scoping, but since Gussie cracked that open, I don't think that'll be to himself. Uh, those fish have been probably beat up pretty good, uh, and it's a different time of year than when they were there. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be, uh, yeah, chatterbait, square bill, praying for five bites, like legitimately praying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yep. So it'll be cool. It'll be cool. I'm excited for that to continue. But okay, moving on. And yes, if you want to join the Bassmaster Fantasy Group, do it. Uh, we will dive into kind of a little bit of a preview uh, when we get to the classic and we'll chat Knoxville. We'll do a little bit of a preview and recap for each event. This one we had to do a little bit longer since we missed last week. But now we are going to dive into uh, one of our favorite segments. We haven't done it in a while. We need people to reach out to us with more ideas. We do have plenty of them. And unfortunately, Will's here to miss this one. I was really excited to do this one. I think we all are. But uh, today we are going to do the weigh-in of best boat snacks. Yeah, I like this one. And I think even though Will's not here, we're going to have to get his. Get his uh, picks in. Yeah, we lost pink. Pink muted again. Pink, your Wi-Fi is awful now. Like awful. I got it fixed. Well, I think it is fixed, but it's fixed in the upstairs region. Oh. So I'll try that next time. Another venue. Um, But anyway, I was saying I want to hear Wills when he comes back, even though he's not here. We can do that. Sorry, I'm writing down notes so I can make sure to remember these for the graphic. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Pretty standard. So what's our, what's our order this time? I don't remember. What was the last one we did? Uh, I don't even know. I don't remember what the last. I don't remember who won it. Was. All right, so no, we're gonna. It was uh, was it um, things we hate about winter? I'm yeah, going to that right was now. actually really. Is that really one, the last one? <laughs> I yeah. I think I I won that one. It was. It was. That was it. Yeah, I think Honor won it, and I actually think I took second. Um, that's fine. So, I'll go. I'll go back to back. I'm not scared. Yeah. All right, so Honor, you want to lead us off? Best boat snacks. We should also put in here, this does not include liquids. Asterisk. Does not include liquid. Yeah, asterisk. (laughs) I've never honestly known how you actually do pronounce that. Well, you don't. You just just type it. You just put it. Yeah. Asterisk. Little, you know. Yeah. That little star thing. Uh, But anyways, no liquids because those are boat beverages okay not snacks so we're on boat snacks what do no, you got doing Cody? snacks Verified. Right. so unknowingly i've probably consumed about ten thousand, ten to fifteen thousand of these these little morsels in my life i i currently i don't even know what they taste like anymore i just find that one's in my hand at some point in the day and it's gone and in my system it is the cliff bar. And if you've ever been in a boat, fuck, you look underneath at your compartment, you dig hard and deep, you will find one that is about a year old. Do you Guaranteed. have to say the flavor or are you just going overall cliff bar? I, I mean, he's just I taking think, it. Yeah, fuck. I think it's that's fair. It's a great pick. But I mean, okay, it, well we can well, let's talk about it here. Because well, are you talking about like white chip macadamia nut? Or are you talking like brownie where are we at well i mean here's 
okay, where I was at when it was early on Cliff Bar stage, you know, I went with like the double chocolate, then I went with macadamia nut. Well, then macadamia nut got too old for me. And I'm like, okay, if I eat another macadamia nut Cliff Bar, I will actually puke. I, I can't even I can't even look at it anymore. Then it was like going to different different grocery stores trying to find different flavors. Now it's like I'm just gonna close my eyes at Quick Trip. What do we have? Two chocolate chips and a peanut butter. All right, throw it in the basket. Good enough. It's not even the taste anymore. I don't I I I've eaten You're buying so many them on of them. principle at this. Yes, point. literally, because like <laughs> it's the easiest, it's the easiest yeah. thing with some calories in it that I don't have to make. That's yeah. fair. It's a very good pick. It's it a good a, one. It's a very good pick. All right. Oh shit. My literally my first pick, I was gonna be specific. I was gonna take like macadamia nut cliff bar. <laughs> oh. That was gonna be my one of one. Um oh. I know you've burned through them, Cody, but they're they are so good when they're in their prime. <laughs> ooh, baby. Um, okay, so outside of that, man, I'm gonna have to go to. I mean, I'm gonna have to go to the old tried and true beef jerky. Mm. All right, can't. Yep, another. Do you make the beef jerky, or are you a grab and go from the gas station? You know. The homemade stuff is always better, but like, let's be real here. We always have that packed up and at home and in the freezer or in the fridge, and we never remember to grab it. Never so comes. You, yeah, you get never to quick, even gets close. No, you get to Quick Trip or Casey's or whatever your local gas station is, and you're like, man, that bag's seven ninety nine, and you're like, well, yeah, it's probably worth it, and you grab it anyways. Yeah, let's yeah, let's talk about the cartel that manages those prices. What? Oh the my fuck? gosh, those those people, those <laughs> yeah. people up in northern Wisconsin. <laughs> They they run a hell of a good money laundering gig. All right. I mean, they were like, "Oh, you sell drugs? That's cute. Watch this. Yeah. Look at look, look at my ten year old cow that I'm saying is fresh in a stick. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Holy shit. Beef jerky prices. Yeah. Like yeah. my favorite. Like you look at you look at like the little Quick Trip one, and that's why I always get it from Quick Trip because it's like five forty nine if I remember right. It's definitely a little less, but it doesn't just gouge you. Right. Um, but then like when you're at like a holiday, for example, and you look to the right and they have like the one pound bag and you're like, oh, maybe I just get that a little bit better bang for my buck. And it's like twenty seven ninety nine. You're like, what? <laughs> you're like, I'll just drink the you, gas. Fuck you, this. You actually <laughs> save like seventy five cents per like net net ounce you <laughs> technically do but you still look at it and oh. you're like holy shit like i could go get a burger fries and a beer <laughs> and be cheaper than this yes. but and it's the jerky when once you eat it you're just like i mean it was fine <laughs> it's fine enough they make it just edible enough for you to be like well it's right there and and then you walk out and you yeah. do it again and again and again it just yeah jack link's beef jerky yeah yeah just <laughs> beef jerky in general i think we'd all agree with that one yeah you no, gotta go there but uh all right pink you got one you get to go two in a row what do you got all right i'm gonna roll my first pick i'm i'm just leading with pop tarts dude that's an absolute <laughs> staple <laughs> staple 
My my Here's favorite the... is when you don't get a full piece and you just sort of like oh when they're they've been crushed up in the compartment yes. for and a couple the, trips and yeah it's like oh. a wavy yes yes Mm -hmm. i will admittedly state here i know i'm in the wrong because everyone loves them i've never been a pop tart guy but i know everybody loves them so like it's a very good pick because literally everybody loves them i've just never been a pop love is a strong word love is a strong word they are economically affordable correct they're also (laughs) they're also they're there they are they're always there (laughs) (laughs) okay that's a good one pink what flavor are you going I'm a big strawberry guy. I was going okay. I mean, is there another yeah. flavor you can't? I'm not that yeah. I'm aware of. Yeah. That's that's my dad's power. I whenever Alaska. people got those whenever people got those brown sugar cinnamon or those brown sugar ones or whatever, oh, yeah. I was like those things cannot be that good. <laughs> no. I can't imagine they are. And then whatever the one that's just like just like a mystery one or whatever the hell that is. It's like purple and pink. Yeah, on what it. the fuck? I don't it's know. got a question mark on it. <laughs> Yeah, whatever that one is, a solid two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got for number two? All right, this next one is a little bit specific, but I know it's going to hit home with a few people. So, oh, shit, don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> this is another quick trick favorite. <laughs> so, I'm taking my second pick here. Now, this is very specific, so I'm just going to lay it out there. This is the old fashioned donuts, the blueberry one. In the little six pack box. And the key to this is that it has a nice little clear window on the top that you can lay in the sun. Yes. And it works as an oven to roast these donuts to perfection in the boat. Oh. Every time you've been in my boat, you brought those. Oh. It's incredible. They're oh. so good. And it I never works. buy them myself. I'm telling but you, whenever you bring them, I'm like, these are great. They're so good. And I'm telling you that if you're not doing that, if you're putting them in the compartment, you're messing up. Mm-hmm. Leave them in the goddamn sun. Yep. You're talking about the kringly ones where it's got like, you oh, know, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah, those ones are very good. Those are yeah. the ones that you're like sitting in line and you're waiting for, you know, the third person to get up there to like register. You're like, come on, quick trip. It's been 10 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> and then it's just waiting, waiting there. And you're like, oh, I guess. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, <laughs> yeah. well, we we did put a pallet of them right yeah. here. <laughs> they get you all the time, dude. They're like little dessert stuff. The way they set up a store where they put that all right there as you're you checking out in the aisles. And you're Golden. Just like, you're like, no, I don't want the cinnamon rolls. I don't want it. I don't. No, no, no. Uh, fine. <laughs> I you will say, the next I've, customer. I've gone out of my way to get the ones in the box. <laughs> yeah. For yeah, that yeah. specific reason. The oven. Like, yeah, you could put them in a bag. Forget that. Not the same. Yeah. I want the oven, too. Very good. Very good. Very good pick. <laughs> pink. All right. So for my second pick, I'm also going to be going with a, it's a regional one. A uh, little bit more specific, brand specific. This appeared like four to six years ago and has absolutely taken over the Midwest. They now have like five to six different flavors. You can get whichever one you want, but baby, it's Dots Pretzels. <sighs> that Southwestern hits. Those Southwestern ones are good. I like the original. Some people like the honey mustard now, but yeah, all of them good. hit. Yes, they came I out will with like this cinnamon you, one. Well, yeah, what was that thing Luke had, dude? I don't know. We were at this random gas station somewhere in the middle of nowhere. It was actually in the UP. And he had we were in the middle of the UP this. 
and he walks back with a purple bag of dots and we're like where the hell did you get that he's like i don't know it says well, he, was, he was talking about it like at the cabin or on the ride there or something i don't remember what the yes. deal was and then he's like telling us and we're like i never heard of that shit like I didn't know they even had that flavor or whatever. He's like, no, I'm serious. We're like, yeah, okay, whatever. We walk into this gas station and they have one bag and it is sitting prominently right on the <laughs> counter. Right. When we walk in and we're like, no shit. <laughs> Dude, and like, I have you, to buy them. <laughs> this was not like a holiday or quick trip or anything. No. We were in the Some North end of Gogibic, whatever <laughs> town that is. I don't know. There's like a gas station with two pumps and one of them has a bag over it. Like, and they had it, but and they had I do, one bag. Either way, I have to roll with Dots pretzels. I think one of the smartest things uh, they ever did because their giant bags fairly expensive. It's mm-hmm. like seven dollars, and you're guaranteed to eat the whole thing the moment you open it. Um, is they came out with those little ones. You get the oh, little yeah. ones for like three or four ninety nine, and they're the yep. perfect amount. Yeah, and I'll get them every time. I love Dots pretzels; they're no. so good. The big bag is perfect amount because you know you, you just leave eat, it in the boat all week. You're like, or you just eat the whole thing as you're. And scanning. then in you know thirty minutes of scanning, it's gone. You're I was like, gonna say that seems like a very good like side imaging snack. Yes, leave it between yes, your feet and is, just keep. Yep, that is one hundred is one hundred percent for those ledge graphers out there. Yeah. Get yourself a bag of Dots pretzels, put it in the cup holder next to you. They even make it nice and convenient. It's tall and slender. Yes. Not wide, so you can that just stick true. it right in the cup holder. They know and, what they're uh, doing. Yeah. Yeah. No, Dots. <clears throat> All right, Cody. All right. So this is uh, kind of specific, and I do want both parts of these included. So how many I... favors are you trying to pull here? I'll do whatever I need to. <laughs> my classic i wouldn't even say i would say my favorite boat snack is a peanut butter sandwich but fuck like i always do (laughs) (laughs) the butt's gonna get me you forget the knife every single time you gotta find yourself a colorado or a willow Get that thing done and on a piece of bread. Uh, Peanut butter sandwich with a blade as a spoon or a knife. That picture you posted at some point, too. Yeah. All of a sudden, that that started like I started seeing more of that. I'm like, what the? You're like, no. I'm like, no, this is me. (laughs) This is my thing. Did you? I don't know if you ever seen that, Bart. I've, I, yes, no, I've absolutely used it for that. And I've 100% eaten yogurt with a DT20 lip before. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, no. I'm like, I got my lunch crankbaits. I'm just sitting there. Just don't grab the hook. (laughs) I like the, I like those Greek yogurts with like the, the tin lid. Yeah. And you forget the spoon. So you kind of taco it up. You taco it up and then you eat it. Well, they're sharp. So it's like, at least. (laughs) And then you get that. Like a metallic taste. You're like, what the fuck? You're like, well, I'm only halfway done. (laughs) And then you're just kind of like tongue scooping it. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) And then it's all over your hands because that didn't really work that well. But they like couldn't think of anything better. Oh yeah, no, for sure. That's a good one, Hunter. That's a good one. I've seen plenty of Snapchats from you of a willow leaf or a Colorado blade (laughs) peanut butter just getting smeared around everywhere. Blade. (laughs) and jay what's oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right what's number three is this for me 
Yeah. 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 You're back up. Back okay. Here's up. a here's a more um, distinguished snack. I'm gonna say because I I would never I would never do this or even think of bringing this along, but I'm appreciative when someone does, including my couple of good musky friends. Uh, smoked salmon. Ooh, nice. smoked salmon in the boat, man. The first time I had it, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. That's been like on the floor for a while. <laughs> like, no, dude, it tastes great. Dude, tastes you're like, great. and in your head, you're like, that's a dip my grandma put out at Christmas. That yeah. I always go by. I'm like, mm, I don't know. Take a little spackle off that from uh, up in Algoma. Some, some guy, you know, smokes it for like two bucks every fish. Damn. Yeah, that shit, that shit bussing. <laughs> yeah, that's my practical one. That's my practical one. All right. Um, I actually cannot believe this one lasted this far. So I'm just going to take it. Um, and sorry to my peanut allergy friends, but uh, a Snickers. Like, who doesn't grab a Snickers and just throw it in their live well? And the best yeah. part is when you forget about it, and then you're like, man, I'm out of snacks the next day. And you open it, and you're like, holy shit. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> rich. That, that's a good tip for people out there that don't know. If you take the stuff that normally melts and you put it in there, it doesn't melt. <laughs> that's yeah. a good tip. Put it in your cooler. <laughs> Hot take, Ryan. Hot take. <laughs> people talk shit. They're like, oh, you're bringing chocolate? It's like, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you ever bought ice <laughs> like you talk to most elite series pros or flw pros and they literally have an ice budget that they <laughs> budget out for the year like i was talking to carl i'll never remember we were going through budgeting for the year and he's like yeah i'm eight thousand dollars in ice a year I'm like what <laughs> <laughs> that's good uh but yeah snickers i just i don't yep satisfies beloved yeah beloved candy bar all the big way around. snickers guy that eh? was a good one yeah and i actually love candy that's gonna be well fun. and here's the thing too my personal favorite thing with them is uh i always forget about it until i'm sitting in my boat and my co-anglers back in the boat and or the trailer in to get off for the day and i'm like oh my god that's right i have a snickers so i'm just sitting yeah. there waiting for him just <laughs> yeah just you're like dying out. of hunger that's yeah. a hearty you candy your... bar boy it is it's a good one all right, Pink, what do you got? All right. I'm uh this is my last two, right? Yeah. Yeah, you got your last two. Okay. So I'm taking uh I'm taking the venison summer sausage here. That's a very mm. good one. Yeah. That's locking that one in. It didn't yeah. feel fair for me to take that because I don't I don't hunt. I do love it whenever like, <laughs> someone brings it. <laughs> like someone brings it in yeah. my boat and I'm like, you're my best friend. Yeah. Especially so if I try- you bring a block of cheese. That too, yeah. I try to stay stocked up, make so, a big batch before open water. But I'm just writing down venison summer sausage. Or what am I writing down? Yeah. Okay. That'd be that'd <laughs> that, be the exact the definition one. of it. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure there wasn't more details. Cody made me write peanut butter sandwich made with spinnerbait blade. Yes. Well, I mean that's what it is. That that is the sandwich. <laughs> that i make <laughs> that's what it says on the menu anyway <laughs> asterisk not responsible for tetanus shot okay yeah, right. <laughs> sorry anyways pink back venison summer sausage slam duck can't yeah. believe he got that in the third round yeah i can't either i'm shocked 
and then I got to take a sweet one to finish it off here. And I've always been uh, one good good for one of these. So I'll take the Swedish fish on the back end here. Ooh, Ooh that's a yep. good one. There you go. There you go. There you go. I see that I, I just can't. You know what? That's like Sour Patch Kids. I, I almost don't even like I don't even eat them. I don't even chew them. I, there's something with no. my, like I I. I just got to like let it evaporate. I hate mm-hmm. the feeling of gunky in my teeth so often. So you just got to like, you just got to let them dissolve. Yeah, I'm like fighting it mm. after I ate it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Tastes no, great. I'm all for tearing down some Swedes. Mm. Mm. That is see a... that in you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Hunter. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> no problem. What they ever do to you? Um, <laughs> okay, so for my last pick, man, this is uh, kind of tough down here, to be honest. Um, I'm going to take a chip, and specifically, I'm going to take take cheddar sour cream. Really? Okay. Really? Love them. They're my favorite. Okay. Okay. Those, you talking uh, ruffles? Yeah, it, I think it's the Ruffles ones. Yeah, the one that's blue with the uh, white packaging. That's yep, the one. that's Ruffles. It's yep, like ninety nine cents or one twenty nine. Yeah, the it's got the crinkle. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Ruffles. I know more about your favorite food than you do. That's a decent pick. I just always feel like if I'm going chips, it always ends up on the kettle side of things in the in the boat. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. I'm a big. You know? uh, See, here's the thing. Uh, I've just vinegar. always had. Ooh. What? Yes. I yeah. yeah. Fucking hate salt and vinegar chips. Well, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> Ask They're Ryan. Awful. Ask Ryan right now. All right. But... Ruffles. We'll talk later. <laughs> yeah. I just love cheddar sour cream. <laughs> but I'll eat whatever chips anyone gives me except salt and vinegar. I hate. Well, salt I guess I know what I'll buy next time I come out. Jesus. Ryan. Half Ryan the time, I don't even eat the snacks. <laughs> <laughs> until i get in the truck we and just, driving home and then you just, just demolish them yeah and then i don't need to stop at taco bell i just eat all the snacks mm-hmm. on the oh yeah because you're driving past that <laughs> Actually, if, if you knew how many times i stopped at the baxter or st cloud taco bell you would be impressed wow that seemed like it escalated <laughs> uh okay but yeah ruffles cheddar sour cream honor Bring us home. Then we'll go mm. honorable mentions. God damn it, Ryan. Um, okay, this is another quick trip. Quick tripper one. And I used to do this a lot a lot in college, especially because we were just hung over as shit most of the time. And it was it was either like three bangs that I would bring with me, and then you know, maybe a jug of water. But then I'm looking for the cheapest, biggest breakfast, grossest breakfast sandwich I can find at Quick Trip. And it is the Quick Trip Western Bagel sandwich. And my my favorite is I would my appetite was so big, but I'd eat about half of it, like roll it in the wrapper, throw Mm -hmm. it in a compartment. And it was a fun surprise about four months later. Believe it or not, that egg does not go bad on those sandwiches. Which is nice. <laughs> Which is a plus. The bread, yes, t- takes, a, takes a toll. But the egg, I don't know. That's a surprising pick because I feel like out of all the quick trip breakfast items, that is my least favorite one. Well, you're wrong. 
He dude. Well, he demolished- the sausage okay, egg look. and cheese croissant would say otherwise. That see, I was looking for <laughs> I in my mind at those times because you know I'm I am not driving where we're going that that morning. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at for like something big, like bagel. Yeah, I need bread. I'm thinking something bread, and if there's a little bit of meat or egg in it, good to go. Good to go. Yep. All right. was, I could see yeah. it. I mean, if you're looking, to, yeah, yeah, I that is the only reasoning. Looking, was, we're not up, looking for taste. Soak up a little juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Yep. All right, we got any honorable mentions? Man, I feel like I dug pretty deep there. Yeah, uh, I don't. I, don't I, I didn't know if this counted as a snack, but it's what I do when I am hungry, and I'm like, I don't really want to eat right now. Uh, Copenhagen. I guess that would that would yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I don't know if I'd be I like it's a snack, but man, oh, <laughs> that's a thing. That's why I didn't. That's why I didn't pick it because I don't think it's technically a snack. But like it's every time snack. at eleven in a tournament, and I'm like, God, I'm getting hungry. I'm like, well, time to throw the lipper in. Yes, <laughs> and Mark. I know every bastard of a oh, guy does the exact oh same thing. Ryan, do you remember what Mark and I used to do? We would buy tubs, not tub, tubs of stokers because it was $20 of tub. <laughs> we would we would rally to the entire tournament because we we're usually we we're probably doing bad. And I want to say because I, I remember like seeing this in like the center, like uh, what are they? The little between the seats in that because you had that legend. Yes, it was just like. A designated spot for this fucking bucket. It it's a it's literally a bucket. It's a bucket of chew. And we'd go through two of those, two of those in a few days. Mad men. Mad men. Oh and it was god. just savage times. Oh my god. <laughs> just a baseball. Your stomach is just hurting. Just yeah. hurting. And then you got Mark peer pressure around my corner. He's like, gotta do it. You gotta do it. Rally you. Don't be He's a just bitch. Like, <laughs> I'm like, don't oh. be a bitch. I'm like, dude, I think I'm actually gonna puke from this. He's like, it's not it. I'm like, I know, you know, the first few it tastes pretty decent, but not like 65th today. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's got four fish banging around a live ball full of empty cans from the night before. <laughs> we just cracked that one going to the college way. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah, God. That was good times. Dude. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> honorable mention. Honorable mention. Copenhagen. I'm a, yeah. I'm a, Is that, was that an ad read? <laughs> yeah. that would just happen i really i would love that <laughs> um my girlfriend would not but uh um other than that the only other one um i had that i did enjoy but i didn't want to take the leap uh to go there because i didn't know it wouldn't do well on the graphic but it's very practical dude a rice crispy a rice crispy they're so really low good. on my list of priorities. Dude. I can't because, tell you the last time I've had a rice. Like, are you talking dude, about that that one that's like from the grocery store that's like this fucking big? The sheet. <laughs> well, you don't need one that big, but you can just get a little bar or whatever, or like the homemade ones. They're really good to boat, especially because you throw them in your cooler. They don't melt at all. And they're just, uh, I don't know, they're just like sweet and they're a nice little snack in the day. Hmm. And they're pretty filling, actually. Carl, when I was with Carl, 
Um, he actually had him a lot. He had him a lot. He was like, yeah, sugar. And I don't know. Hmm. I didn't know his reasoning, but he's a fit freak. So I was like, okay, but they were very good. I liked them. Must have all must have been the only treat back in Toowoomba or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they, mighty they, of home. They used to airdrop yeah. these in, dude. Super yeah. good. <laughs> Rice Krispie bars, <laughs> snap, crackle, and pop, and fly out of the clouds. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Dude, I, I feel like we got a good list here. I will say, though, if I'm in a boat, I almost prefer other people's snacks to mine. Yes. Oh, yeah, my, my snack. That even, actually, if I brought the, even if I brought everything on that list. God damn it. That should have been my last or first pick. That would have been so <laughs> the, the other guy's the graphic. Snack. Just the, mm-hmm. the co-angler snacks. Yeah. <laughs> the other person's snacks. They just seem to hit different, you know? Oh, well, yeah. All of a sudden, like, I would never buy sprees for fishing this weekend. Griff's like, you ever had sprees? I'm like, no, but they're and delicious. And we throttled, like, the, the fucking, like, event size bag. <laughs> Did you even know but they it, came in a bag? No, I had no idea. I thought they were just a little stick. Yeah, he had a giant bag of them. He's like, "You want a spree?" I'm like, "Absolutely!" He's just like pouring them out. <laughs> I had oh a I had a co angler one time. Speaking of other other people's snacks, I mean, we're fishing we're fishing a tour event, and the guy is sitting down having his lunch. I'm like, "What in the fuck are you doing? Having lunch? Lunch is not a thing." And I like go to the back of the boat on my Cohen or something, and he's eating, you know, a container of egg salads, like egg salad. Come on. I am not joking. And he goes, Do you want a little bit? And egg salad is the most disgusting thing to me. Like the Especially mayo when smacking, it's warm. And it's warm out. He's like, You want some? I'm like, There is nothing in this world that I want less than that hot. I, I can't believe if that was in, if I knew that was in the boat. If I knew that was in the boat while you were parking the truck, that would have been tossed out. That would have been that would have been gone. That is disgusting. Oh my god. Yeah, old Southern boy. So you taking that for your last pick then? The warm egg salads. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry, we'll do one Holy eventually. Shit. That'll be worse boat snacks. <laughs> no. <laughs> well. Yeah, I guess that's my last one. I can't think of any. I, or nothing. Or I just don't eat anything. And then yeah. I realize. What's your best you know, boat snack? Nothing. Nothing. Like that's what, like I said, Copenhagen. Water and chew. That's yeah. and bang or rain or something. That's it. Yeah. So do you put them all in one compartment or do you spread them out? Well, I normally have them in a bag and then I just throw the bag into the bottom of the boat. Well, I normally have so much shit on the bottom of the boat, like baits and other bags and stuff that like I'll find a I'll find like a rain smashed, like wedged into the the hot foot. Mm. You know, like I've I've had this in tournament morning. Yeah, behind it. (laughs) Yeah. I've had this in tournament morning one time. (laughs) 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 I I felt something back there and I'm like, and oh nine and nine, Cody Hammer, marvelous garbage. And I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? Push it down as hard as I can, smash a rain everywhere in the bottom of the boat, and just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> like that's incredible. Nobody got time for this. 
<laughs> okay all right so that's our list and people if you're new to this podcast or whatever with our weigh-in segments uh we always post a graphic on social media later in the week after it goes live uh go vote there interact with us and uh tell us who you think won um yeah we do still need to come up with like a winner or loser or something but we just enjoy doing them so give mm-hmm. us tasks for that too we'll come up with a winner loser eventually we also need to finalize the winner loser for fantasy fishing uh but yeah other than that anyone got anything else they want to touch on i don't think so i've been doing really anything else man i did go hey just throwing this out there i did go to that um that pheasant and quail show they had like a big it's kind of like a big expo they did it in minneapolis like what a week ago or something it was pretty badass dude i've i've been to it one time before but if you ever have a chance to go to one like any show like that do it because it was really cool to Hmm. see a lot like they have a lot of cool vendors and stuff it was mainly like a lot of it's dog training and stuff but now is the time of year where they do all those shows like i know the musky shows are in full swing right now so if you get a chance to go to any of those do it yeah, Wassa Muskie Expo is coming up pretty quick, as well as the Minnesota. I think Minnesota is actually before Wassa this it's year. It's like it's like the second week the of North, March. I think the Northwest Sports Show might be this weekend. Is it? It might be. Okay, I That'd haven't be been sick. to it in forever, but yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right, Hunter. I think that the Muskie Show here is like in maybe a week, week and a half. It's like mid March. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's it's getting to be a pretty big one right i guess one of the more popular ones so it's yeah it's usually a good time sick well all righty anyways uh thank you everybody for tuning in we appreciate it we're gonna start making a uh, absentee tally for mr stolsky been absent <laughs> missing out he's, but, he's uh, fishing though so it's it's all good yeah fair enough fair enough go light him up on socials a little bit we need to tell him a code word like we need a few people randomly to just like slide into his comments and comment like something weird and they'll be like what is this <laughs> <laughs> and just kind of mess with him for a while that'd be good but uh yeah thank you everybody for tuning in we appreciate it uh thank you for listening to another episode of passive barb <laughs>